Welcome to Coming Attractions, a Planet Geek production, where the cast of Geeking Off the Page discuss, dissect, deep dive, and tangent off on the latest trailers and teasers. Join us for an entertaining look at the latest short commercials of the soon-to-be-released movies and TV shows, video games, and cartoons. But be warned, this program will be wall-to-wall speculative spoilers. I am Troy, and I am joined by my uh, buddies Trevor, Gavin, Hey. And this week we were going to be talking about a, uh, a plethora of uh, trailers uh, that we have uh, sifted through throughout the week that have uh, basically popped up online. And but like what always, is a plethora? It's not a plethiosaurus. I know that. He, There's he's so saying, many things, Mike, but I just won't go into it right now. Yeah. And thank you, Mike, for bringing up three amigos. Thank you. My little buttercup. That's the sweetest smile. All right. So uh, basically, this is um, the, ep- the episode we are currently talking about is uh, for December 19th, uh, 2021. So that'll keep you in date for whenever you get to um, listening or this uh, podcast. And uh, if you want, all of these uh, trailers and teasers can be found on YouTube. So if you want to watch them along with us or while we're talking about them, just go bring up another window or whatever you're able to do it and just basically type in the title of what we're talking about. And then every once in a while, you might have to put in the year 2021 because sometimes movies have more titles. Thank you. Yes. Across multiple movies. Yes. Like the multiverse. So the first thing we're going to talk about is a video game um, from uh, WB games and uh, bring, being brought to us by monolith. And that is wonder woman, which is a uh, game that is being developed, like I said, by Monolith. And um, what we only see in this teaser is basically the character design of the Wonder Woman character. We see her motion. We see her uh, the costume. It is definitely based highly on the uh, Gal Gadot uh, Warner Brothers movie uh, series uh, Wonder Woman. Um, from what we know from a little bit of a uh, little bit of research on it, uh, it's going to be an open world adventure, uh, whether or not we don't know where it's going to happen, but it's going to be an open world, which is kind of neat. So it's like a big, it's going to be a linear storyline, which is something that a character like this deserves. It needs an open world thing. It'll be more like probably an Arkham City or something like that. Um, and apparently uh, you play as Wonder Woman. So again, like the Batman Arkham games. Um, and you you attempt to unite the two worlds. You basically have to uh, do something in the storyline that makes you have to basically unite both the Amazonian world and the current human world. So again, which current human world? No idea. Um, you are just basically playing as uh, Diana of uh, Themyscira, and uh, there you go. So. And again, all we saw was the animation of the character moving around and all that sort of thing. Looks gorgeous, beautifully lit. It's again, this could probably be some sort of cutscene, like cutscene animation. I highly doubt it's actually gameplay. But again, if it's going to be anything like, well, the original Arkham still looks kind of nice right now. I mean, but we're now talking how many years later since uh, the first Arkham game, as I'm uh, 
asking Gavin out loud because he's going to come up with that number because the original Batman Arkham Asylum game that was open world concept came out how long ago and that would be and I'm still going on waiting for him to just say a number because I don't right. recall off the top of my head oh, you son of a bitch. but he <laughs> can take it off the shelf and play it for you right now exactly yeah. yes yes okay but anyway uh, so. So, uh, something of note with the Wonder Woman game is that it uses the nemesis system that uh, the uh, Shadow of Mordor are uh, the uh, Lord of the Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings uh, games. games. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so basically, you you defeat an opponent, or they defeat you. Uh, you can come back, and they'll remember you, and basically, it'll be a sort of a customized sort of dialogue tree and stuff like that. For more, right? what's really going to make this game is how they use the lasso, like yeah that's gonna be the thing like so much fun stuff you can do with that if it's like the movie where she's attaching it to lightning and swinging it through the sky and you, know, you can get information out of people and all that kind of stuff and an invisible jet if that right. has those two things it's gonna be amazing. if you can use the lasso in, in combination with like the shield or the swords you get lasso someone pull them toward you and like shield bash them or slash yeah. them with the sword or stuff like that are you listening warner brothers are you listening well, I'm pretty sure it's not Warner Brothers that really has anything to do with it. You're, they're just releasing they're it. They're putting up the money. They're, they're putting up the money. It's Monolith that's working on it. So. Yeah, but it's, they're putting up the money. They're the ones who can say, Monolith, put this in. Yeah, exactly. Monolith goes, yes, yeah. sir, right away, sir. All right. So, uh, I mean, again, like I said, we don't know much about it. We haven't seen other than what little research, what little information they've released and the fact that Wonder Woman looks really cool in this little tiny little teaser trailer. So... All right, and I believe uh, we are getting some uh, direct research here being done right now, or are we going to move on to the next subject? What do we got there, Gavin? Oh, 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 old man's got to take off his glasses to read. So I can't even read, read this down. What used to be, what used to be, what used to be, old gray man. She... I, I can't even read the fine print on this <laughs> damn thing now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you old bastard. It was a number of years ago. We're talking maybe, maybe 10? 2009, 2010? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, at least 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Anyways, moving on, we're going to get um, the uh, third movie in the Fantastic Beasts series, and this is going to be The Secrets of Dumbledore. It's going to be released uh, theatrically, uh, which I believe from uh, this point on, a lot of movies are actually going to be theatrical releases, so there's a lot more uh, confidence in the whole entire having more people in the theaters and all that sort of thing. And that's going to be April 15th of 2022, obviously. And uh, this movie picks up where the uh, second one uh, let off. Um, we've got all the uh, main characters still re returning. We have an alteration of uh, an actor for a particular role. And um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, unfortunately, I saw the first movie. I enjoyed it. It was kind of cool. It was neat to see a different, point of view for this whole entire universe but um did not see the second one and the third one from this trailer alone i think it's one of those rewarding movies you have to watch the other movies to go into it which means so what do you guys uh, think of this trailer i mean do you guys have any interest still in seeing these fantastic beast movies i mean it looks like a cool movie and it looks pretty and it definitely is like shot beautifully but I saw the first one. I saw a good portion of the second one. This one, from what I saw, didn't make me like, ooh, I gotta go grab tickets now. Um, I think they got 
you know, because they were going to have to replace Depp, who replaced Farrell. Yeah. Um, I think Mads Mikkelsen was a, a great choice. Mm-hmm. He did uh, that one little shot. He looks kind of cool. Yeah. But I'm wondering um, why is Caseless in Harry Potter? You know, is this multiverse? It's weird. It's like yeah. another evil sorcerer is popped from the multiverse into Harry Potter universe. He's, it's he's very confusing. He's, he's just really good at what he does. Um, Where's Johnny Depp? But I like the fact that um, this kind of is, is exploring muggles into the wizarding universe before mm-hmm. we jump into the, you know, the age of Harry Potter and that sort right, of bullshit. Right. We're seeing what basically this is all about laying some of the groundwork for later on. So it, it's interesting in as much as that point, will I go see it in the theaters? Probably not. I'll wait for uh, it to come on like HBO or something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Jude Law doing a young Dumbledore. I'm all for that. Um, I mean, I don't think the amount of time between current Jude Law and modern Dumbledore. Like, I want to see he had some serious aging. We're talking an Obi Wan Kenobi sort of situation because Obi Wan goes through a hell of a lot of uh, aging in this 18 years that he's on Tatooine. Those are some real hard. I mean, that is Tatooine. It is a much harsher condition to live in, but I, I can't see him like getting that old looking that fast. Exactly. Yeah. For me, with Harry Potter stuff, like Harry Potter was never my thing. My kids absolutely loved it. We saw a lot of the movies. I didn't see all of them, but they watched them over and over and over again. So as far as this movie goes, like I defer to their judgment. I'm curious to see how excited they are, if they are, like if they even care about seeing it. Um, but for myself, yeah, it's not really my thing. And I'm on the same boat as you. I never read the books and all that. I saw them because of Adrian. I, we know you read the books. They're probably <laughs> know right you read over the there, books, Trevor. He read the yeah. No, they're probably no. right over there. No, they're not. No, they're, um, I think they're upstairs. But I went to see the movies in the theaters, and that's my knowledge of Harry Potter is what I saw in the movies. Um, one of the cool things is um, on January first, uh, HBO is um, broadcasting a. Uh, uh, basically a return to Hogwarts. Um, it's mm-hmm. basically there. It's a cast reunion of the Harry Potter series, um, which is kind of neat that is going to be on HBO max uh, on new year's day, which is kind of neat. So the whole entire cast, like Daniel and Emma and Rupert and well, everyone who's currently alive technically is going to be, be there and all that sort of thing. So that's kind of cool. And that's something that I'd be interested in seeing. I've been, Again, I don't have to leave home to go see it because it's on HBO. So, I mean, whatever. But, uh, yeah. So, but again, Fantastic Beasts. Uh, yeah, I can, I can wait on that. Again, it looks pretty. And I'm sure it's a great story. But I have no interest in seeing it in the theater because time is precious and precious is time. No. But you, Kev? I think, uh, I, think I can wait, too. I mean... <laughs> It looks, I, I, it looks good. I haven't seen the second one, honestly. Um, I, I saw the first one, thought it was interesting, kind of, you know, old-timey, you know, Harry Potter world. But uh, I, I can wait until it comes on, uh, you know, HBO or, or Crave or whatever. Yeah. And I'm a fan of Eddie Redmayne. I like, I like him and all that, and I liked him in the, in the role. But again, so moving on to that, we come up to something that I think uh, a couple of us are uh, looking forward to, and that's uh, Paramount Plus's uh, TV series, uh, which is being released. Still no actual exact date that this is being released, but it is still being released next year, 2022, and that's the Halo TV series. 
And in this one, we got more than just a teaser of the costume. We actually got to see uh, some of the uh, characters that are being uh, introduced into this series. We uh, got a lot of the costume now moving around and all that. Got a few Spartan shots and all that. Uh, we got to see some fantastical, I'm going to say virtual sets, because I'm probably thinking that a lot of the stuff is going to be a lot of digital work. But you never know, you could, yes, exactly, Gavin, holding up the figure for the camera that no one's going to see because we don't broadcast a visual of this particular uh, program. But uh, yeah, I thought Describe Video was going to be added later. No, not on this one. No, no, we're not. Well, uh, damn it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, what do you guys think? This is kind of a neat first look of actually seeing more than just the armor, which is kind of neat. I, like I think it looks the... beautiful. That's what I like. That's my impression. I just look at it. And the visuals are beautiful. You know, story. We'll see what happens. Sorry, go ahead, Gavin. I'm uh, I'm I'm just liking how they're they're making the Master Chief like larger than life. Like he's always supposed to be this like this combat god. And uh, I mean, not quite on the same level as Doom Guy, but pretty damn close. Uh, and it looks like they're. Uh, I think I think it. He, it's he's going to get sort of that that reverence that like you know the the uh, the citizens have. The, you know the infantry have for what he can do like this guy who can basically like punch a starship into the sun kind of thing so i i'm looking forward to seeing kind of this you know the legend of uh, of uh of, hey, the master chief for me personally i love the fact that they're pulling assets right from the game pretty much unchanged they're not like hey let's reinvent the wheel because we're going to be you know let's add a bunch of extra wings and fins on shit and because we know better exactly so i mean i've i've read a lot of the halo novels i've played a lot of the games and to see them doing a faithful translation onto you know as a you know a, a serial format it's 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 going to be nice to see because again, you don't have a bunch of producers sitting around the table going, "We know better than everyone else." Let's uh, let's make his uh, armor bright yellow and and make him take his helmet off all the time. So, yeah. better first impressions than the original Sonic the Hedgehog. Let's say that. That yes. is that is for sure. Yes. Um, I also <laughs> like the fact. I also like the fact that uh, a lot of the faces that we did actually see of obviously that are going to be characters. There's a lot of female characters that I'm I'm hoping that from the way they are presented in this opening trailer that they are going to be main characters that we are going to know that there'll be a reason why they were showing us and i think there was like only like two male characters the rest were all female characters that we were introduced to and we're talking like shots of their actual faces looking into camera or just off camera and all that sort of thing very prominent in the shot although it and didn't then, show cortana did it no it didn't and it showed dr hazley who's who cortana is modeled after Okay. Um, but what I like, you know, as I said, by reading through the books, like one third of all Spartans are female. Um, and most now there's, of the, there's information, there's information that I wasn't aware of. So yeah, that's kind of, and a, a lot of the science tech, like the science personnel are female as well. So like in the book, it's, they have this whole thing of the, you know, there's a lot of guys out, you know, the, the grunts fighting, but there's still, a, you know, the, the military parody is almost 50, 50, Spartans are like, you know, 60, 30. And then science, actually, the science core is weighs heavily to the female side. So. All right. The more, you know, that's kind of cool. All right. And again, don't know when, but it's going to be 2022. 
All right, moving on to the next one. And here's something that I was very happy to see of the uh, the the this trailer at just from the get go and all that. Uh, April 27th, uh, DreamWorks Animation is going to be bringing us the bad guys. Now, um, this is a uh, which which I knew about, first of all, which was kind of neat because um, this is based on a scholastic uh, book series that's uh, from uh, Aaron. Uh, I believe it's Blaby is uh, the original author and all that sort of thing. And it's basically a series of animal criminals that are like these super crooks. And OK, just to start off. The thing starts off with Sam Rockwell being the voice of Mr. Wolf, and you've got me there. I am, I am sold. Uh, the whole entire, just the opening, the animation style looks great, and the fact that it does a slight tweak as it does like a zoom in on the character and whatnot, it's They're got a very shaded when they do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's got a very um, uh, uh, Spider-Man into the Spider Verse sort of feel to it, which is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nice thing is it's, it doesn't look like typical DreamWorks animation style either. It has a nice, uh, it has a more realistic flow to it. It has a more of a, like a Disney computer animation, uh, sort of feel to it, which is kind of neat. Uh, like I definitely Zootopia. do see that into the Spider-Verse vibe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I definitely, think you called yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and it, it's got a great cast as well. I mean, we got another Mark Marin doing a voice, which is kind of neat. He's doing uh, Mr. Snake. Uh, we got um, Craig Robinson doing Mr. Shark. Um, <laughs> which is, I mean, I have to look at it again, but apparently the fish in this world, well, obviously they don't have to swim in water because they're walking around, on, but they have legs instead of fins, which is kind of interesting um uh anthony ramos is doing um mr piranha and everyone's favorite uh new female to have in anything is aquafina as uh miss tarantula so um and this just looks like a fantastic sort of uh probably got like like a like a a computer generated animal version of like the oceans 11 movies and all that where the vibe i got this felt like yeah like all the oceans built. I like the fact though it's a mix of anthropomorphic animals and humans. Yes. It's yes. not like everyone like like in Kung Fu Panda yeah. where everyone's an animal type. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, exactly. There's a mix of there's regular humans and then the animal creatures yeah. and everyone I'm guessing, you know, the the vibe I get is it's the norm. So people don't like, oh look, there's a there's a fox or oh look, there's a wolf or oh look, everyone just like, yeah, yeah, it's just a person. It's like Which the universe very Warner the, Brothers. Yeah, it's like Bonus the points. universe where the muppets exist sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Bonus points, no DreamWorks face. That's true too. Yeah, you got a you yeah. got a good point there. And actually, speaking of uh, Kung Fu Panda, um, the director Perry Perel, uh, uh, Pierre Pirelli, per, Perfell, Perfell, Perifell, Perifell. I apologize to this gentleman if I've mispronounced his name, which I definitely have. Hundred times, times. now. Yeah, a couple of times. This is actually a directorial debut, which is kind of neat. And uh, previously, he had been animated in all three of the uh, Kung Fu Panda films, which is kind of neat. So now it was a little side shoot before we go too far available on YouTube through the, I think it's the universal pictures channel. There is a almost three minute cast table read of all the main voice actors, you know, on zoom sort of thing, doing a table read of one of the scenes. And it is hilarious. I that's, highly that's recommend a good thing. that's a good thing to do. Yeah. And that's true. Which, uh, what is it again, Trevor? Uh, it's Universal Pictures is the uh, 
um like it's on youtube but it's it's through gotcha. their channel it's through their channel cool and it's, cool, cool. it's the bad guys cast table read and this i i really really hope this movie is a success because this is a great direction that dreamworks is moving um no longer like churning out endless kung fu panda shit yeah exactly you know, yeah take a big step and i as i said i hope this takes off because this is a great way of going mm-hmm, something new sure. definitely and now we're going to go for what I think is probably the most bizarre, beautiful looking trailer that we've seen in a long time. Um, not only does it uh, star Michelle Yeoh as the main character, but also stars Michelle Yeoh as the main character. And Michelle Yeoh is the main character in the multiverse of Evelyn's uh, March 23rd, 2022 is going to bring us everything everywhere all at once. Go A24. You know what? Um, you do yourself a favor if you're listening to this and you're able to watch, able to watch this trailer right now because I don't think even us trying to describe what's happening is going to be possible to make it sound properly just for us telling us. It's definitely a visual thing. This just think Doctor Strange, Universe of Man or Multiverse of Madness. You know, popping yeah. people's souls through mm-hmm. altered dimensions. Bill and Ted, weird time yeah go check it out but with us uh, a hyperactive like editing style cutting between yeah. the universes as the character is moving from scene to scene in one scene doing one action going through three different possible different worlds and all that it just looks so fantastic and it's michelle yo not only being able to kick ass at part of it which is kind of neat because that's what michelle yo does but she in fact actually- that's what i thought when i first saw the trailer it's like, oh, well, if she's in this movie, I, at least I hope she does some kung fu. Yeah. Because the first part of the trailer doesn't show anything. No, it doesn't. And which... I was just like, oh, is she retired from the kung fu? Yeah. How can you have her in a movie without the kung fu? Yeah, and exactly. then we see the and kung fu. It's like, it, oh, yeah. right, yeah. we got it. They even have no. like a... like. Mike, can I blow your mind for a second? Yes. This is produced by the Russo brothers. It is, eh? It is. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah so you, you're definitely nice. going... You, I mean with them backing it you know it's going to be i mean this if this trailer is just an example of what the movie is going to be this is going to be such a fun ride but it's probably going to be a little bit on the nauseating side watching it on the big screen like if it's going to be i think i think it's it's gonna i mean depending on how it's paced Mm -hmm. right because we're looking at a trailer and it's it's doing quick cuts to give the vibe yeah i I Mm -hmm. think what we're going to see is going to be a better pace so it's a little bit more understandable like a24 yeah, yeah. films for the most part are, are really nicely edited there are a couple that don't but usually their films you know break the edge in some way or another and yeah. this one i am excited to see this film i mm-hmm. really really am yeah i'm glad that this was dropped in my lap because this looks so this looks so good and it's going to again having michelle yo as your main character that runs the gambit of her characters from meek to strong from like shy to like powerful it just like and she's going to be able to show her range which we those that have been following her career since you first saw her i don't know when you first saw her but if you have seen her since you were young uh it's She's just always been a, a delight, no matter what she is. Like when she showed up in Shang Chi this 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 year, it was fantastic to see her, and she was mm-hmm. fantastic in that role as what she had to play. And again, she got to show off her her skills and all that sort of thing, physical skills and all that, which is 
a plus. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, this just looks like it's going to be a great, a great, uh, uh, a vessel for her to show off her acting skills all at once. So, and again, so is I hope this, it, uh, as far as the Russos go, is this their production company involved? Cause I know they, it started making their own production company or they Anthony just produce. So it just says they're, it's producing. Well, I think it's within, with collaboration of a 24 as one of the, as the production companies, their production company, I think is, Oh, which one is theirs? Yeah, because they developed something um, once they oh, started. Oh, AGBO is their production company. Right. Okay. Yeah, and um, I think that is in collaboration on this one then. Yeah, yeah. A24 is the, is the primary production company because they're the one that they have the distribution um, set up and all stuff like that. So, yeah. So this this one is, and it comes out, I think, March, mid-March. Yes, mid-March. Yeah, the 23rd, the 23rd of March. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to the seeing that one. Now, moving on to the next uh, subject matter, um, it is uh, basically the unbearable of uh, the unbearable of mass talent. Have I got that right this time? Because I know Unbear I, I unbearable weight of mass, the talent. unbearable weight of massive talent um, on April 22nd, 2022 release. Um, it's uh, it's a Nick Cage uh, movie where Nick Cage plays uh, Nick Cage. And uh, he has to be Nick Cage. Uh, this so... may be his greatest role ever. He'll still yeah. overact it. Oh, no, he's definitely going to overact it because it's Nick Cage. He can't not help but overact it. Um, I hope he takes his face off and becomes Travolta at some point. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be really kind of funny. Uh, so he's basically hired by a huge fan uh, to recreate famous characters and scenes from from his career for a birthday party. Now, again, it well, looks like he it's... needs money. He yes. needs money and he's offered a million dollars to, to attend this birthday. Yeah, exactly. Party. Exactly. I, I think uh, I'm, I'm obviously with uh, uh, basically uh, what is it? Uh, Pedro Pascal as the, the fan who mm -hmm. hires him and all that sort of thing. Um, and Neil believe, Patrick Harris is and Neil Patrick agent. Harris is agent. Yeah. So it's going to be one of those Nick Cage is the only person playing themselves in this sort of thing. So uh, I mean, it looks cute. I, I, in there's a very small amount of Nick Cage movies that I enjoy that I will say, Hey, I like that movie sort of thing. I'm not a big fan of Nicolas Cage. I mean, I've been, it's like Michael Bay been burnt too many times with a bunch of his stuff. Now I will admit in the past uh, couple of years, and I'm talking like the past two, three years, he has started to do things that have been a little more on the outside, obviously for different reasons and all that, but he's gotten into genre movies, which have been off this beaten path off that. He's done some horror stuff. He's done some thriller stuff that have actually been quite intriguing. Um, he did that one where it was uh, the, the five nights at Freddy's sort of uh, storyline where he's beating up all the anim killer animatronics and all that sort of thing. He doesn't say a single word in the movie, which is, I mean, I, when I heard the premise, I'm like, okay, really? He can't not say anything. He doesn't say a damn word in the whole entire movie. Um, it, it was entertaining, but I mean, it was, it was, it was a fun movie, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, this looks interesting. I like this idea. I like, I mean, when Claude Van, when Jean-Claude Van Damme did this sort of thing where he played himself. In, yeah. 
it, that was a fantastic movie. I mean, he really showed up, showed off his acting chops and that sort of thing. But that was definitely a more of a dramatic sort of thing. This one obviously is going for a lot more humor to it. How will a it hold more... up to Raising Arizona? Uh, you know what? Ra- Raising Arizona is the first movie that I think I can remember seeing. Well, I think there's other movies that I saw, but he was, wasn't a main Moonstruck character in it sort of thing. Sorry, what? Moonstruck. Moonstruck, yeah. I mean, he was good in Moonstruck. I mean, he wasn't a main character in Moonstruck and all that sort of thing. But Raising Arizona, I think, was the first. Yeah, again, a very minor role in that as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I I love Raising Arizona. I mean. No, I will say I had pretty much written off going to see any sort of Nick Cage movies until the next like National Treasure comes out, which probably never. Yeah. And then when I saw the trailer for this, I was like, this just might reel me in because it looks fun enough. Exactly. Um, and it's going to be nice to see, like, does he make fun of himself as, you know, being Nick Cage, being Nick Cage, or, or is he going to try to try to tone that down a little bit? And it looks like from the trailer, he doesn't tone that down. He does not tone it down. No, no. I don't think I don't think Nick Cage has the ability to tone it down. He's, I he, mean, he lacks that ability. Yeah, he lacks that ability. Yeah, yeah. No Something filter. I've... Uh... I've been hearing is uh, one of his movies, Pig, was actually, is actually supposed to be very good. Um, I, uh, I'm starting to starting to wonder if this might be sort of the start of him now, sort of being more choosy in his roles, because you know for a long time he was just taking anything they threw at him. Because I, I from what I understood, money. yeah, he, he, money. he was desperate for money. So I mean, well, like he you, lost you don't just island. buy T Rex skulls, you know, off the cuff here, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. He lost his island. He lost his comic book collection. Uh, he didn't lose his his mausoleum in New Orleans because Louisiana has a thing that you can't lose your your burial plot due to bankruptcy that stays with you. So his his mausoleum in in New Orleans is safe. So maybe it's a. How did he stage. lose it? He just misplaced everything, or what? No, it uh, bankruptcy, huge bankruptcy. Really? So he just. Yeah, he was just spending far more than he was making, and then he taxed, you know, not paying his taxes. And by the time the government was done with them, that's why he was releasing like Bangkok Dangerous and every other shitty movie he could just to get a paycheck. Yeah, and that's yeah. where, yeah, the and the knowing and stuff like that. And yeah, it just, yeah. Ghost Rider 2. Oof. Well, I mean, Ghost Rider one wasn't that great of a movie to begin with either so i mean yeah but yeah but yeah he was just he was signing up for any time a movie role came up that like, we get the cages like, absolutely yeah, yeah and it like, sounds uh, like it's uh, a it's a bit of a renaissance for him now that and i'm hoping it is to pick it pick and choose yeah. or sorry pick everything and not choose anything and like Butler. those national <laughs> those national treasure movies were actually quite quite entertaining like well, yeah, he, the last thing i read is they've been i mean the script for number three has been written and rewritten because they want that same level of intelligence in the movie in in the storyline so that's what's been holding it up and worst case scenario you get a disney plus release for that yeah which would and yeah yeah you shoot the you shoot the movie in the volume because you have the volume available to you you might as well do it right as well yeah all right, so moving on to that, we come up with a, uh, another adventure sort of comedy uh, coming our way, and that is uh, the March uh, 25th, 2022 release of The Lost City. Uh, this is starring Sandra Bullock, uh, uh, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, and Brad Pitt. Now, um, 
I got big uh, Romance in the Stone vibes off of the very get-go of this whole entire thing. Anyone else get that sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That, I I that sort of thing. Also, just, I mean, just we were talking about with, with Nicolas Cage playing himself, the same sort of idea of, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the guy who's like the, the, the face of the, the book mm-hmm. covers trying to be yeah. his character sort of thing. And yeah, I got that sort of thing. So I, I was, I really want to watch this. It's, it's fun. Um, I'm going to have a great time watching this Sandra one. Sandra Bullock and uh, 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 Channing Tatum seem to have great chemistry. They seem to work really well. And you see the progress of their, I mean, this trailer basically tells you pretty much almost everything, every beat of the movie. I mean, it basically says this is where they meet. This is where she rejects him. This is where he tries to help her out and whatnot. And again, it's a folly of events and all that sort of thing and whatnot. I'm, and this is where Brad Pitt comes in. Yeah, exactly. God, Brad yeah. Pitt coming in. It was such an unexpected thing in the trailer. I was just like, yeah. Brad Pitt's here. And then yeah. why are yeah, you so handsome? Tatum want, his character wants to do. And yeah, exactly. Ten times better. Yeah. Um, Daniel Radcliffe as the bad guy. I'm all for it. He looks fun in that. Fantastic. Now, did you guys see the uh, the the trailer that was just the trailer, or was it the one that was introduced by Sandra Bullock and Chana Taney? Chat. I saw that one. Why do I have such like I posted the one, and then I went back and to then try you went to watch back and saw that and other one. That one. Yeah. that one is hilarious. And if that's the chemistry that these two have, uh, and I mean, Daniel Radcliffe making jokes is fantastic as well sort of thing um do yourself a favor go back and see that other one it's it's just a little introduction of the two of them to the movie trailer and whatnot and it's just hilarious and daniel radcliffe comes in and spoils a surprise at the very end of the tiny little, little thing it's hilarious and all that but this this looks good looks looks like a great adventure uh they also in that little uh spiel and all that they mentioned that over the past year they were shooting it so it's definitely a covid shot movie um would explain a very small cast as well sort of thing and um yeah it looks like it's going to be fun and it looks like it has the feel of the original romance in the stone from the 80s the, the also Michael- comes out in march and also comes out and also comes out in march yes yeah um so yeah so it looks like it's going to be a fun time and then to end it all off we're gonna end off with another animation and this is going to be uh, Minions 2, The Rise of Gru, which I had, uh, honestly, before I saw this, I thought, oh, didn't the second one already come out sort of thing? But apparently, uh, no, Minions 2 uh, had not come out. The only movie that was out there was Minions. It's just that Minions are everywhere. I thought there was at least two or three movies already out there by now. But that's that's on me. I have nothing against Minions. It was just on me. I had thought there was already a second movie out to begin with. But apparently... The first Minions movie was the first Minions movie, which I thought might have been the second one. But See, on my daughter July- Rona loves Minions, so I I know exactly how many how many movies Minions are in and which ones, and they have been salivating because they uh, the original um, notice of uh, Minions two came out over a year ago. Like the first that's trailer. what that's where I think my thinking was as well. That uh, yeah, that and, wait uh, wasn't this out a while ago? That would and then so when yeah. she saw this trailer. Um, I almost like went deaf in one ear from the squeal of happiness. So regardless if I want to go see it or not, we will be going seeing it. So, and it comes out in July. So July 1st, 2022. Yeah. So uh, it's an illumination studios animation again, like the uh, previous uh, despicable me and the first minions movie. Um, It's uh, basically, it follows a young guru trying to get into the, 
a team of super villains and all that sort of thing. Uh, again, it's it's a minions. It's a Despicable Me, Despicable Me universe. It's a very rich universe. It's very well animated. Uh, Stephen Carell is fantastic. It was the voice of Gru. Um, yeah, so vicious I mean, six. That's it. The vicious six. The vicious six. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, for I me, trying- yeah, I was kind of done with all the Despicable Me stuff and Minion stuff. It's just like yeah, it's been done to death. But it looks like this story is the story I wanted from the original Minions. So exactly, it's how they you know, came a little bit more intriguing. And- yeah. I didn't need to know about the origin. I mean, the, the opening of the first Minions movie where you see them as single-cell organisms and all that and the crawling out, from there, they could have gone into Gru and I would have been happy and then right into this movie and I would have been like, yes. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, as much as I appreciated the, the Minions movie for, you know, taking place in the, the, the you know British 60s and stuff like that, I really wanted to see the Minions and Gru and see how, the, when those two forces got together, how it eventually got to Despicable Me. Yeah, same. So that makes me a little bit more excited for this movie because it's the story that I wanted. The it's the story time. you wanted all along sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was actually Sandra Bullock who voiced the, it was the bad guy that they got together with in the first Scarlet. movie, right? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, so. And again, uh, the animation style is very clean. Uh, the backgrounds are fantastic. Um, it's And again, Illumination Studios knows how to do animation. I mean, they're really good at it. I mean, they and the nice thing is the characters don't look like they've had to evolve very much from the very first movie, which again, we're talking easily 10 years ago was the first Despicable mm-hmm. Me. I mean, so yeah, no, I mean, it's going to be a fun one. It'll be a definitely get all the kids into the theater in the middle of the summer sort of thing. It'll be a nice, um, like it's, well, it's July 1st here. So it'll be the yeah. July 4th weekend in the, the summer heat you get into an yeah. air conditioned theater. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you'll be able to cram full of kids and there you go. Mm-hmm. Or the drive-in. This will be a great drive-in movie for the kids. Pack them all up in the car, take them to the big old station wagon, park backwards so everyone can lay down and look at the back. Anyways. Um, so yeah, so that's going to end it uh, for uh, this uh, week's episode of uh, Coming Attractions. I want to thank everyone for tuning in and uh checking out uh us for a little bit and all that uh stay tuned for uh our next episode of geeking off the page which is dropping tomorrow on this uh, same feed where we talk about uh everything else that happened in the uh, geek sphere that we uh follow regularly with movies tvs comics video games that aren't the trailer version of all this sort of thing so uh thanks for joining us and uh we're gonna all say uh Well, we don't do a collective goodbye on this, but we'll just say goodbye. And if anyone else has anything else to say, or we're just going to end it right here. All right. Ending it right here. Collective goodbye. (laughs) Damn it, guys. You messed it up. This has been Coming Attractions, a Planet Geek production. Be sure to check out our social medias on all the different platforms, including Twitter and Instagram at Planet Geek Pod, Facebook and YouTube, search for Planet Geek Productions, and you can send us an email directly to planetgeekpod at gmail.com. If you are able to help us out financially, please be sure to go to Ko-Fi, that's ko-fi.com slash planetgeekpod. 
and know that any and all donations made towards this will go into future Planet Geek production products. Please make sure to like, share, and rate. And until next time, thank you for dropping by. <laughs>